The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Right now, though, I want to talk about uh, fee-paying schools because you might have seen this story in the Irish Times uh, today. Over twenty-seven thousand students enrolled in private post-primary schools uh, for the last academic year. It is a record uh, number and it represents a 6% increase in the number of students going uh, to private schools uh, over the last five years. Surika Clark is Sinn Féin's education spokesperson rather and a TD for Longford Westmead. Surika, you're very welcome to the show. Um, At the moment, the the state pays the salaries of teachers in these fee-paying schools. Should they stop doing so? Yeah, it's Sinn Féin's policy and it is our very strong belief that subsidising fee-paying schools by ordinary taxpayers who then themselves do not benefit, it isn't right, Kieran. It's not fair to ask nurses, doctors, your local retail workers to contribute into a fund that then goes to fee-paying schools. And particularly, and it's very, it's very telling that we're having this conversation at this time of year because these subsidies are effectively being paid by low middle income earners, many of whom are actually struggling to meet their own children's education costs at this time of year, whether it's books, uniforms, devices, voluntary contributions, in an era of ever rising costs. So what Sinn Féin would like to see happen here and it is going to take a period of time, we've said this before, is that they would be phased out, as in these fee-paying schools would be brought into the the public or the the normal education system. And we want to work with those schools around that transition. And Mm. it is going to take time. It is going to be a process. But when it comes to getting public funding, we cannot square that against the high level of fees that these schools are charging. Michael Clark is with us, who's a Fianna Fáil councillor for Kalini Shankill. Michael, you're welcome to the show. Do you think the state should ultimately stop paying the salaries of teachers in fee-paying schools? Thanks for having me on, Kieran. Uh, I, I don't. Uh, I'm a, a secondary school teacher myself, and I just I do work in a in a private school, and. Just so that your listeners understand, first of all, that the teaching hours I do in maths, applied maths and physics are paid at the same rate in my school as they are in any other school in the country. So there's no question of teachers in private schools being paid differently to teachers in mm-hmm. other schools around the country. Um, I, I think uh, look, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, an excellent point that the deputy makes. I understand that this is an ideological debate and I, I don't want to necessarily respond in sort of technical financial terms. But the reality is that those students in private education, that the state is actually spending less on those students than other students who are participating in the free scheme. That because there is a different uh, level of um, a different teacher, a, a different student teacher ratio in private schools, 23 as opposed to 19 students per class, because that the state doesn't pay capitation fees and doesn't get, contribute money towards the building's upkeep, that in fact the state saves money by the fact that uh, some uh, parents are making mm. a contribution to their children's education. And I, can, I, I understand, as well as being an ideological debate, it's also a ge- geographic debate because the majority of these schools are in the Dublin area and I can understand that people can feel frustrated. But the reality is that if this was phased out, and I appreciate that uh, Deputy Clark is talking about a phasing out as opposed to an immediate transition, if it was phased out, these private schools couldn't continue as private schools and would necessarily have to enter into the free education scheme where taxpayers would end up paying more. And dare I say that those parents who have been paying fees contributing to their children's education wouldn't have to and may be able to 
uh, fund, find advantages for their children in other ways via grinds and grind schools, etc. Sorica, what about that argument? And in fairness, uh, Michael's not the first to make it that, you know, ultimately, if these schools end up in the public system, it costs the taxpayer more. No, I don't agree with Michael. However, what I will say is I do agree with him with the rate of pay that's paid to teachers. He is correct and right to mention yeah. that. And there is also, it is correct and right to say that these schools provide excellent education, but so care on do our non-fee paying schools. The parents who choose, and it is absolutely their choice, and I respect their choice, to send their children to a fee paying school have that choice to make. The taxpayers who are contributing into that subsidy that goes to these schools do not have that choice to make. All schools are funded and they should be funded. They actually should be funded to a higher level than what they are now. Mm. The issue here is that the charging of these high fees, it excludes many, even children in the local community surrounding where these schools are. And that creates the mistaken belief that a fee paying education is a better education. Yeah. And that's simply not but true. It is, it is a statement of fact though, isn't it, that if, if Gonzaga and Blackrock and St. Columbus and Clongos and all these other fee paying schools, if they all you know, ended up in the in, in the public system, my taxes would not only be paying for the teachers there, it, it would suddenly be paying capitation grants or funding them as well to, you know, pay for the upkeep of rugby pitches and cricket pitches and swimming pools and gyms and everything else. The same as well, the same funding that is provided to every other school yeah. in the state. There is a huge amount of public support here for these schools, for these schools to continue, but for them to to continue within the standard education system. We cannot stand over a situation where the paying of fees is creating an exclusive access to education or what parents are being told is an exclusive access to education. That is very wrong. It is the ordinary taxpayers who pay into this subsidy that goes to that school. They get no return on that money that they pay in. It's not like our health service where you can go up to the door of a hospital to A&E should you need that that service. That doesn't happen here. Mm. That's not right. It is not right to ask our pensioners, for example, to pay into this subsidy that's going to a fee-paying school. It's a situation that has arose. We have been very clear what our policy is on this. We want to get to the final destination of these schools being in the public system. And if they are getting public funding, they shouldn't be charging such high level of fees. Uh, Michael, I appreciate that kind of, uh, you know, uh, principles are more intangible than cash. Uh, At the same time, uh, they're no less important. They're more important, uh, in fact. Uh, And is there not a principle that really all education in the state should be funded entirely by the state? That there's, a, that there's an equality argument at play? Look, uh, there, are, there are all private schools, particularly for fifth and sixth years, that are run outside of the, the standard department's procedures. They attend you know, schools at the Institute, Ashfield, the Academy, and so on. And if anything, those schools become even more exclusive. Uh, if you choose... Uh, I, would look, I look, looked at some uh, public schools in the United Kingdom... At the day fees for Winchester in the United Kingdom are 40,000, approximately 40,000 euro per year. And I would fear, given how we see how you know, elitism is dominating in British politics at the moment, I would fear that a few private schools would survive that would become super elite institutions uh, that would become the preserve of the ultra-rich as opposed to uh, the slightly uh, larger number of subsidised private schools that are there now I, I, I appreciate everything Jeffrey Clark is, says is correct, but I would also argue that the state is saving money because parents are actually paying a por- proportion of their uh, student, of their ch- uh, children's fees, uh, children's education, rather than it being uh, uh, taken entirely from general taxation. Essentially, taxpayers will have to pay more 
for the students in uh, private schools uh, if they go enter the free scheme than they do at the moment. Uh, Sirka, uh, is that the danger that the Klongoses of this world become the Winchesters and we end up with a, a super elite? The issue here, Cameron, is very straightforward. This is taxpayers' money. And the return that the taxpayer is getting for that investment is very little to none, except for those very small minority. Remember, you are talking about only 6.7% of actual second level students. This is a very, very small cohort of students that attend these schools. Yeah. They are the only. Well, I think Michael's argument would be that the, the, the amount of money the taxpayer is investing is comparable to the public system in terms of wages. And then when it comes to capitation grants, it's zero. So the return is, uh, is like, you know, is there there not an argument it's a good return for money? No, that doesn't stand up to scrutiny. And Michael mentioned one school there in the UK. That school in the UK, to the best of my knowledge, doesn't receive any taxpayers' funding. And there's where the issue lies. If a school wants to operate entirely outside of the public system, that's their decision to make. But they shouldn't be in receipt of taxpayers' money to do so. The issue here is the high level of fees that are being charged for what is essentially being subsidised by you and I and every other taxpayer in the country. Sarah Clark, Sinn Féin's education spokesperson and TD for Longford Westmeath and Councillor Michael Clark, uh, no relation I understand, Fiat of all Councillor for Kalini Shankill. Uh, listen, thank you both very much uh, for joining me here on the show. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.